musical ditto. Today, it's a bonus Christmas episode. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, possibly more than one. It was quite long. Uh, I'm Ali, and today, I'm running the game. What? <laughs> um, I'm David, and normally I'm Theo, but today, I'm Honey. <gasps> Crazy! Uh, I am Stuart, and yeah, regularly, I would be, I'd be sat where Ali sat running this game, but today, I am running Asta. Tom, just sit in silence and watch us, okay? Like, this, is, this is your penance, Tom, for that <laughs> terrible thing you did last week. You know what it was. You know. You know. We all know. Like, enough, all right, enough I can hand barely gestures. stand to look at that, man. It's sickening, isn't it? Just, uh, <laughs> yes. It's Christmas! It's Christmas! <laughs> it's Christmas! Um, uh, Merry Christmas. Just FYI, we are recording this Christmas episode on October the 6th. We record ahead of schedule, as you almost certainly know by now. Um, by and... the fact that we haven't, like, read out anyone's, like, <laughs> ideas for anything. <laughs> no. Stu had a kid, so we were like, we've got to get loads of episodes in. That's true. And yeah, then that's the just, kid card again. <laughs> and then just normal life kicked in as well. Tom's been in Japan, which mm-hmm. is why he's actually not here. Mm. Um, and yeah, we just thought, let's take this opportunity, while Tom's not here, and the three of us are, to have a little bonus Christmas episode. Yeah. Question. In yes. the Formia region, Christmas, a Christian holiday. I don't know if you've prepared any Ooh, in, your, in your administration. What's the nativity story, Ali? <laughs> Tell us everything. That is huge prep for that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good question, David. I don't know. I, I like to think that even oh if there God. wasn't the Christian connotations, there would still be a day of giving and of love and, you know, mm-hmm. celebration and relaxation in this world. The Church of Slaslo, is this their holiday? Why not? Yeah. yeah. Why not? I think that would be why fun. Why really? not? Yeah. But why? There's a guy called Chris T. Mass. And Chris T. Mass is the guy who designed what they think the King's Rock looks like. And on the day that was revealed, the entire church decided to make it a national holiday where everyone gives presents um, and there's Della Birds everywhere giving gifts. So it's all the same stuff, the same traditions. But the day of celebration is actually about Chris T. Mass, a you in the Church of Slaslo, coming up with the image of the King's Rock. Mm. Okay, I'm into it. Great. God bless us, everyone. (laughs) There you go, that's some law for you. That's now canon. May Slurking smile upon us on this blessed day. And with that, We'll go into it. Twas the night before Christmas, and all through the land, not a creature was stirring, not even a palisand. Except, of course, in a particular house, where Astra and Honey each loved their spouse. A distant memory, now months ago, were Kenny, Brandy, and of course, Theo. Instead there was laughter, good tidings and cheer, as a truly joyful Christmas drew ever near. But unbeknownst to our heroines, mischief there would be, as Christmas was in trouble. How? Let us see. See, right. this, this is the stuff you don't get <laughs> This is the kind of quality, quality <laughs> preparation. Honestly, I got goosebumps. Um, <laughs> I didn't right. say that lightly. Uh, Do you know what I love now is the fact that we are going to keep hearing Christmas and I'm just going to keep seeing Christy Mass. I want you to. It is Christmas Eve. What are Astor and Honey doing on Christmas Eve? And tell me about their house. How do we think they live? I am picturing a thatched cottage. Like the holiday. Yeah. Cute. I suppose we're, we're a little away from the tree. 
very mm. commutable Aster cycles. The mm. tree was like, okay. the tree was like a, a welcome happenstance that okay. popped up. Uh, I think this, this tree went there, and then they were like, "We could do something with this." We could. Whereas okay. if the tree were to move, I think they stay and they'd find somewhere else to, t- to teach. Find because... another piece of nature to contort into an <laughs> abomination of an education facility. Honey, do you know what I see when I see that piece of biological mass? I see opportunity. I see a school. <laughs> I see experiments. I see danger. I love it. Let's tear <laughs> off the bark! <laughs> uh, okay, so we've established there they live in a little cute little cottage, you know. Maybe it's slightly too small for them. They've got loads of little gadgets. <laughs> I am thinking exactly like the holiday now. Um, but what are they doing? Is it like maybe like a gramophone playing? Yeah, so... There's a music across the house. So Asta's reading a recipe book and is doing some, some food prep. A scientific to a tea. There are basters everywhere, prepped with, with individual bits of bouillon and gravy in each pipette, ready to squeeze at precisely the right moment. Uh, the oven is turned not to 200 degrees, not to 220, but to 203. Because that is what it, that is what is required mm. for the perfect Christmas roast. Stu is already perfectly in character. Mm. The twist being that all of her food is always a little bit under-seasoned. How dare you. <laughs> <laughs> I think Honey is in another room preparing a Christmas pageant with all the Pokemon. Just like teaching them a dance routine. <laughs> that's so good. I love that. So that's a very good, a very good way into David discussing what Pokemon are there in this little cottage, this tiny cottage. We've already established a powder <laughs> and uh, and, uh, and a carnivine. So maybe she's in, maybe she's just in the garden. You know, she's wrapped up and they're just going over the little the, the little Christmas pageant and Hippowden's uh, there. How is she using the Pokemon as Asta watches through the window? I think that I, I think first of all, I think even though Honey is the epitome of charm and light southern airs most of the time. I think that when she teaches dance, she goes full dance mum. Like, in like really sugary sweet, like, I so think- So is she in like a croc hoodie? Maybe just like a gigantic puffer jacket over yoga wear. Um, and I think Carnivine, very down for it. Flowing moves, very, very flowy, very yeah. stretchy. A vine here, a vine there. That's kind of vine that sort of tried to get a bit of holly leaf going because it is. Oh, very obviously. nice. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think Carnivine is a, is sort of like a ribbon dancer in many ways, just kind of. Carnivine. <laughs> 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 and I think Hippowdon, you know, Hippowdon is just wants to make everybody happy. He's trying really hard. Trying so hard. Hippowdon. <laughs> so is Hippowdon just someone who tries way too hard in social situations? Is Absolutely. That... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. 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 And you're just like, if you just gave it a little scooch less, people would like you a lot more. Oh. And Hippowdon's like, I know I'm the bad dancer of the group. I I've got four left paws. But but and Hippowdon is also bored of being used as set, which I think is the oh. usual role of Hippowdon is a sort of like a doorway for the many other dancers. Oh. And um, what other what other uh, Pokemon are involved? What are Asta's Pokemon that we've not seen as much of? Mm. She does have she does have one, one of which we've established. Yes. Mm. So Asta has a Brakeson, mm. uh, unnamed. I feel like Brakeson would respond very badly if if Brakeson was to be named. Brakeson actually very into the dance, sees dance as a way to uh, attain a higher social status. Yeah. Brakeson wouldn't be seen dead doing anything that she hadn't practiced for at least 16 hours. Quite right. Uh, the other the other Pokemon that uh, Asta has is a nose pass. Great. Called, uh, just called Pass, uh, because it reminds Asta of passing exams. Uh, it's just a nice recollective memory that gives Asta a warm, fuzzy feeling inside, right. as few things do. Uh, nose pass is there. 
in in the garden trying to uh, trying to do a bit of dance but it's just it's just got no rhythm very angular movements not on any kind of beat is aware of that uh, and therefore has sort of i think gone into a bit of a sulk uh, oh. and buried bear itself found a little snow pile and it's just buried and all you can see is the nose sticking out no pants no and I think a hierarchy has very quickly been established. So in this, this is dance basically Carnivine and Brakeson's two-man show at the moment. Very much that. Um, and I think that <laughs> I think that with it, I think also with Brakeson, I think Brakeson is is a is a committed dancer, but I think lacks flow. A lot of staccato Brakes, from Brakeson. Brakeson. Brakeson very good at the Paso Doble, mm, mm. Mm. but maybe less good at the samba. Well, quite no yeah. hips. No, exactly. Um, no, and I think there's sort of a, an early competitive nature developing here, which is Honey's absolute dream is to is to just watch these two can, Pokemon. Can we do a roll for for dancing? Oh, oh yeah, let's yeah. go for it. Okay. Right, are you rolling for each of the Pokemon? No, just for Brakeson. Okay, because it matters to Brakeson. <laughs> I'm gonna say cool. Cool performance is very trained with Brakeson. Doesn't come naturally. Nine plus two, eleven. Oh, so she's actually doing a very good job. She's worked she's hard. She's worked hard and she's feeling my, the hours that I put in are, you know, they're, they're paying off. She can see the smile in not only Honey. I'll tell you what she can see. She can see the next society ball. When a little Gallade comes to ask her to dance, she is going to be ready for oh, that moment. She all right? She'll be the belle of that ball. Belle of the ball. And mm. that, oh man, there's a sparkle in Brixen's eye. She's ready. She's ready. <laughs> Right, well, this wonderful uh, dancing scene is interrupted as uh, Honey, um, she suddenly spots something flying through the sky and it gets, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger until eventually whoosh, lands right at the back of their back garden. Asta sees this as well, she's looking through the window, she just sees, sees this thing, it's quite large, just crash collide with her prized thorn bushes, perhaps, in the back of the, back man, of the garden. Man, I love my thorn bushes so much. <laughs> <laughs> they don't flower, they don't fruit, and that's just the way I like them. <laughs> Asta opens the, the kitchen window. Uh, honey, darling, can't help but notice that someone has uh, crashed into my, uh, my, my dear, dear thorn bushes. I would come out and examine the situation. However, I have to pipette the uh, roast ducklet in 3.2 seconds. So please solve that. Two, one. Okay, bye. Love you too, honey. Oh no, the thorn bushes. Oh, I love them. <laughs> I'm so distraught. Oh, I guess I should go over and check it out. Okay. So, honey, you approach this thing at the back of the garden, and, and Asta, you are watching through the, the... I'm going to say you left the window open so you can still see roughly. The, the, the porch light is illuminating a little bit at the end of the garden, but it is mostly in, in darkness. What time is it? Is it sort of dusky? Yeah. It's about half five, uh -huh. so it's not late, but it's... Christmas it's, it's dark, dark it's dark, yeah. Picking his way out of the rubble and sleigh, a figure arose, colours of red, white and grey. He, our two protagonists, right away recognised, yet scarcely did they believe their own eyes, for before them stood part man, part legend, as one who brings children Christmas joy, mirth and present. Yes, it is he! Let us hear your applause, as Aster and Honey both meet Panda Claws. The Christmas Pangoro they dismissed with no pardon was brushing off rubble in their very back garden. <laughs> 
So basically, well he's, done, he's Santa Claus, but he's a Pangoro. Great. Love that. Um, so he rides in a sleigh. We've already established that because it's now crashed in your backyard. Is it being drawn by Santa? Currently, it's not been drawn by anything. Nothing. No. Okay. Normally, his sleigh is normally drawn by his um, his crew of Stantler, but there doesn't seem to be any as at, at present. Not There aren't any <laughs> mangled Stantler corpses in the backyard. <laughs> All this got done real quick. <laughs> real quick. Just a sleigh. And, and, and a bedraggled-looking Pangoro. Bedraggled Pangoro, adorned in the classic red, white... What does he sound like, Ali? Well, you'll see soon. Oh, okay. Um, but I want, to, I want us to establish uh, a, little, a little fact that, as well as we know Santa Claus, you guys would know about Panda Claus. How can we differentiate him from actual Santa Claus, other than the fact that he's a Pangoro? Can he be sponsored by the Pokemon League? Okay. Like, he's part of he's part of their empire as well. Everything is privatised. <laughs> Everything is privatised. Even the legends and the myths. <laughs> yeah, so you see on his red shirt, just a, a little PL logo. He's got like a sash. Yeah, he does, yeah. His belt is adorned. It's a Pokemon League. Panda Claw, sponsored by the Pokemon League, <laughs> brings you a Merry Christmas. Um, okay, so I guess Honey approaches? Yeah. I mean, if they're sponsored by the Pokemon League, I presume we know that Panda Claws is a thing. Or is this completely and utterly, this is a myth brought to life? I, I don't think they are aware. I think the Pokemon League have caught wind and, and were like, we can, we can make money on this. on this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Standard. Um, but I don't think, I don't, yeah, I don't think, uh, I think they would, especially with two intellectuals, I mean, yeah. Rasta definitely would have disregarded them. Oh, yeah. And I think Honey every time is like, but wouldn't it be so fun? <laughs> And I think Honey is bit was that child at school that was told, you know, Panda Claus isn't real. She was like, yeah, of course, of course. And then just sort of sat there staring blankly, just like, oh God. And has since then always dreamed that she would prove one up on all the more empirical scientists around her who have said, I, it can't, it can't work. The Astors of the world. But I, th- I think that Honey has always thought that there is, there is a, a something, a chaotic particle that is something magical and beautiful that makes up the world. And so to see, physically, the one great, chaotic, weird, crazy, magical, universal thing that is Panda Claus in front of her how is... Does she, how does she respond? And um, let's... Okay. <clears throat> well, I believe this must come as a bit of a shock. Ah! <laughs> yes, I, I normally, normally have that response. I mean, children are... Ah! It's, okay, it's okay, it's okay. Children normally, you know, they, they laugh and they're very happy to see me, but I guess adults might... Ah! Oh my god! Oh, it's an ice cream. It's... In a way, yeah! Oh my god! I'm guessing I don't need to introduce myself. I... Oh my god! I can't believe it's you! It, Yes, this is me. I am Panda Claus. Um, yeah, I do declare. <sighs> I am in quite a lot of pain. Gregson, Gregson has wandered up and just offers a paw to be kissed. Uh, oh, Gregson? Yes. Of, of, of course, my lady, of course. Briggs? Oh. Briggs? Uh, Obliged. <laughs> uh, excuse me, young lady, do, do you have a, a glass of hot milk, a, a cookie perhaps? I mean... Give me the energy, if you know what I mean. Oh, for you, we've got, we've got everything. We could, we could, and at this process, Honey is slowly moving, breaks it away, just like, it's like, yeah, of course, yeah, we can, we can do whatever you want, whatever you need. Yeah, we can bake some. Esther can bake some. She always loved to cook. Yeah, we'll be fine. Yeah, we'll be fine. Oh my god. Oh my god. Honey. Honey, no, that's me. <laughs> oh, that was confusing. <laughs> I, told, I told you not to use that pet name, dear. It is incredibly confusing for everyone involved. Good evening, madam. Clang! <laughs> Goes the tray of cookies that Aston brought out for the dancing Hello, troupe. The cookies! Ah, oh, yes, I... Good evening. Hello, I am Panda Claus. Uh... Darling, there appears to be a myth 
standing in the flesh in our back garden on Christmas Eve. Esther, is it a myth or is it a Christmas miracle? I would quite like to go inside now because I can't explain this and that well, makes me very scared and I'm sweating. Please, let me, let me explain. I agree. Let's, let's go inside and make a glass of that milk would go. Little eggnog if you have some. Lovely. Any, any medicine at all? Oh, all look? of it. Okay. I just crashed. I'm so sorry about the, the very well-kept thorn bushes. He noticed. <laughs> Get the high proportions, honey. I will. I will. Um, okay. Come inside. Okay, so they make their way into the uh, very quaint little cottage. Um, all the Pokemon come in as well, I see. Of course, yeah. it's, very, it's very tight. <laughs> they powered on just at the door. I'm so awkward. Oh, man. The powered going to miss out on another fun adventure. <laughs> Uh, right, yes, so they make your way inside and you sort of tend to pound the claws his wounds. Oh, it's very, very, very kind. Thank you, thank you very much. I'm so sorry. He's very apologetic. It's very, very good manners from pound the claws. So Aster is, is, is sort of sitting in one seat for about three seconds and then getting up and then sitting on a poof by the fire and then breathing quite heavily uh, and occasionally just glancing at honey as if to say, I don't know what to do in this situation. I need an explanation. Please help me get this. You know what I need. And I think Honey, Honey is seeing this expression and just doesn't care because it's like it's like the greatest celebrity that's ever lived has just walked into her house, and her and Carnivine are just kind of dabbing at Panda Claws with sort of a series of of handkerchiefs. Her, her, thank you very much. It's the least I could do for the for the panda that brings all the little boys and girls and people in between their gifts. That that that's me. What are what are your names? My 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 name is um. It's, um... Baby, what's my name? It's Professor Honey. Yeah, Professor Professor Honey. That's that's my name, Professor Honey. And this is, um... This is, um... Aster. Aster, my name is Aster. Yes, well... And, and you, you are Panda Claus. I, you're you're Panda Claus. There's Panda Claus sit, sat, sat in my, in my, in my living room. It's Panda Claus. <laughs> yes, I know. Please, I can, I can. This is funny, isn't it, darling? This is very, very Honey. humorous. This is what most people would consider a joke, isn't it? Honey. Well, let me assure you, nothing about this is funny. In fact, it's very, it's very, very serious. And um, <gasps> if I may be so bold, I am in quite a pickle. And I really need some help. Honey goes very, very close to Panda Claws and just oh. whispers, Anything for you. Oh, that's hot breath. Mm, thank you, yes. Well, I, I'm glad that you're offering to help um, Honey and Asta. Let me explain why I'm here. You, I was uh, preparing my, my sleigh, which is now smashed to sweet beans in your back garden, um, and I was getting all the, all the stantler ready, you know, uh, all, all the demi birds were equipped with their, their lovely presents, which I was going to help deliver to all the good boys and girls, and, um... I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, can I? Your method for present delivery is to carry an army of deli bird on your sleigh that then fire presents out of their tails at children. They they deliver presents to 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 the to the boys and girls. You, you how 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 many Delibird? Several hundred. <laughs> um, Honey, he mm, can have as many Delibirds no, as he no, wants. No, I saw the sleigh wreckage. It, it was three points three by seven meters. The the the, 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 the physics the physics of requiring eight hundred a hundred hundred. Well, I mean, they are kept in their Pokeballs, of course. <laughs> Obviously, 
Honestly, I can't believe oh. you. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Nosepass, by the way, has climbed into Panda Claus's lap and is just looking up at Panda. Nosepass? <laughs> Nosepass being a good boy? Oh, God, the Pokemon can speak and it's really weird. <laughs> this is this is how I like, I'm trying to give them inflections, but also spoken dialogue. <laughs> mm. it's, well, a, it's, a, you know it's a fine line. You know what? Astro and Honey here. Nosepass, nosepass, nosepass. Panda Panda Claus, Claus, yes. Have I been a good nosepass? It's a really creepy voice to give the nosepass. I've told no lies. My nose is still the same length. You can see. (laughs) You have been a remarkably good nosepass. Solid as a rock. Uh, Here you go. Um, He pulls out a bit of rubble from... From, from sort of a pocket that gathered in the crash and sort of gives it to Nosepass. Nosepass nose looks at, at this at this rock slash coal with these like wavering sad eyes and then a massive grin and just devours them. <laughs> Rocks! Oh, look, yes! look at him, honey. He's already <laughs> given out gifts. Yeah, well, it's the least I can do. Um, what happened was I was getting everything uh, ready for the children of Formia when I heard this, this remarkable ripping, tearing noise in my workshop. And just to establish, uh, Sana doesn't have elves. His, the deli birds are essentially the elves. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> the next thing I knew, the roof was being lifted off my workshop. I, I couldn't believe my eyes, but, but there it was, true as day. Uh, it, it was sucked up in this great sort of big hoover machine thing. And, and once it had taken away the roof, well, it, it, it kept on sucking. And before I could help him, all the Delibirds were inhaled into this, this, this bizarre machine. It, it was calibrated to, to take them away, but leave me. It must have sucked up uh, the lighter, the lighter things in the room. I threw one too many cookies, if you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, and it, quite a gale, quite a gale. Of course, I wreckage my, my workshop and um, I caught sight of the nefarious mastermind piloting this, this great big hoovering machine. And, well, Esther and Honey, it was my arch nemesis. The Grinch. Oh no, I know. He's <laughs> real too. <laughs> no, 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 no. When we say real. Yes. Real. Yes. You have a workshop. Yes. You have an army of Delibirds. Yes. You have a sleigh. Yes. You have Stantler. Yes. You are Pandacles. Yes. This must be very... How can I understand <laughs> you? Well, I hope... Don't say magic. magic. Don't you dare say magic. Don't say it. Okay, I won't. I'll say a Christmas magic. Mm. (laughs) Well, you're quite right. Unfortunately, I have no other words. I shouldn't exist. I am a pangoro. There's a bing in the kitchen. My ducklet! (laughs) No! Allow me. And he just lifts up a finger and this little wave just turns off the oven and perfectly... Mm. Perfectly seasoned, perfectly cooked ducklet just slides out of the oven. Asta collapses onto the shaylon. <laughs> breaks in the fan in her. Yeah, breaks in with some smelling salts. <laughs> like, breaks in, breaks in, I've seen this before. Breaks in, breaks in, it's okay. Yes, well, once the Grinch had, had sucked up all these, these Delibirds in his flying hoover thing, he, he started scooting off towards his lair. And I wasn't going to have any of that. I thought I, I jumped on onto my sleigh, sent out my stamplers, and away we flew after him. But well, I, I was too rattled. You see, I, I didn't realize that was exactly what he wanted me to do. As soon as we were in the air, this, this machine started firing snowballs towards me and towards the Stantlers. Several of them hit them right in the face. They couldn't see where they were going. They started getting hurt. I, 
I had no option but to recall them into their pokeballs, and one thing led to another, and I crashed onto the thorn bushes. And he just bling, picks out a, a thorn bush from, <laughs> from his, his arm. Look, the Grinch has tormented me for years. He's, he's always trying to stop Christmas. And, well, with an army of Delibirds and several Stantlers, it's not been too hard to overcome him. But I'm afraid this year he seems to have, to have got me. He's, I'm worried Christmas might be cancelled. And worse than that, I don't know what he's going to do with my Delibirds. You know, he's, he's taken them. God knows where. I can't give any of the presents to the good boys and girls. And, and I can't even go after him myself. You see, I know where his lair is. Not exactly subtle <laughs> on that mountain, but I can't go in. It's so imbued with anti-Christmas sentiment. I feel nauseous there. I am the physical embodiment of Christmas. I rely on Christmas good spirit, and he has none. Sponsored by the Pokemon League. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Um... I don't know what to do. Do you know any way, any, anyone who can help? Or I, I don't want to put this on you, but oh, I'm at a loss. My sleigh is gone, my, my stantlers are hurt. I can't go in and I've lost my deli birds. Aster has come round a little bit now. Say it. Say it, honey. Say it. Can I? Yes. Honey stands up in the middle of the room, right in front of Panda Claus, and just goes, Who's got two thumbs and is about to save Christmas? It's... This woman here. Oh, you'll help me? We defeated Team Nautilus. We saved the school. Maybe. We didn't do anything. <laughs> Three complete strangers did a lot of the, the heavy lifting. Um, well, we, we, we stopped something happening in that school, and now we are going to stop that Grinch ruining Christmas. From the outside, you just hear, yeah, um, The variables are innumerable. The outcome's completely impossible to measure, yet my wife has decided to do something, and I am cursed to follow her wherever she goes. So I guess we're in. Christmas is no curse, Aster. I am so eternally grateful to the pair of you. I, I will help. I, I can... Huh, yes, I can do something. I, I can help. Here, I, I, I caught these recently. I have, I have some Pokemon. I can give you one each, and you can, you can take on the Grinch. Here, here, t- take one of these. And he, he, he hands out four, four Pokeballs. Take them, please. I insist. Well, who am I to stand on ceremony? Of course, of course I, I, I am will. the giver of gifts, after all. <laughs> do you guys want to accept the, the offer? Absolutely. <laughs> Darling, you go first. Cho- the choice of three is easier than choice of four. Okay. Let's see what you've found in your lovely bag over there. Well, but, but before, before you open them up, I don't want to do any more damage to your, your, your property. Maybe we should uh, do this outside. Ah, it's rather, rather cramped in this... Uh, and he just sort of he shuffles to one side and sort of carnivine vine just boing, comes out from under his bum or something. He's a giant panda. <laughs> He's a giant panda. <laughs> All right. Master puts on a sort of purple puffer jacket over her night gown I guess that she was in for cooking in for cooking in and, and apron yeah <laughs> yeah nightgown and apron and a, and a parka <laughs> a parka exactly yeah. lovely yes. yeah and you, you head outside and you release these four pokeballs and you witness um, you witness a stantler you see a stantler appear before you uh, you also see two uh, toy based pokemon uh, you see uh, beware and you see a banet spooky Halloween <laughs> uh, yes, it was an odd day when a couple of toys came to life. One scares me a little more than the other, but... More, more magic, yes? Uh, yes, more magic. Of course, of course, more uh, magic. And finally, of course, my, my musician. A chime echo. Ding dong, ding dong. Uh, whistling in the wind. Oh. Uh, it's music, musical tone. So, please, uh, by all means, take, take, take whichever best suits you. 
Don't take this the wrong way, Mr. Panaclaws, but they all look rather weak. They are all level 35! Categorically <laughs> <laughs> the same level as all of yours! There is no imbalance here, Asta, you fool! Beware! Here's that god. Beware! And picks up a, a log from it and just just hurls it. It's basically that anime Team Rocket blasting off again. You just see like a little star in the sky as it goes. Meanwhile, cut to Squash Mallet miles away going, I'm trying to finish this artwork, but I don't know what it needs. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> she made it in. Squash Mallet made it yes! We did it. Great coming. Great coming. <laughs> Um, Mr. Pandaclaws, do these do these Pokemon have any sort of advantage to us going to the mountain? I believe they will help you. Each one of them has its perks, and, Perk? uh, and each one has their uses. Um, I I have no real real use for most of them. I mainly need the Delibirds, and to be honest, and he sort of takes it to one side. I have so many Stantler. They just keep breeding. There's an animal shelter in Surflet Town, Mr. 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 Pandaclaws. Maybe maybe consider. Is there? Yes. Interesting. I mean, how many are you trying to offload? Just the one. Just the just, one. Just, just, just the Shall one. we leave the Stantler? I feel like the poor Stantler's been through a lot. Is it? Is it Rudolph? It's got a weird red it's nose. Slightly red tint to that nose. Uh. <laughs> is, that, is something okay with? Is its nose? Is that? Is it infected? Is it ill? You know the other reindeer. They they laugh and call him names. They don't let him join in any reindeer game. Do you know what, Mister Pantaclaus? I rarely act on instinct. In fact, I never act on instinct. But. I think you should hold on to that Stantler. It may help you one year. I can't think of any real way, but of course, I, I will. I look. I love all my Pokemon. I still have much appreciation for old uh, Rudy. I still keep the Stantler. It is between the, the other three. So we're choosing one from the three. Yeah. I will leave him with one Pokemon. What do you need that one for? <laughs> protect- He's got lost all his other ones. That's He's, fair. Yeah, that is fair. I'm walking to wild grass without yeah. it. <laughs> you know. I, I, a, p- a Pangoro alone is totally defenseless. Oh, <laughs> Especially nothing. not one with magical powers. <laughs> God forbid. I think uh, I think Honey sort of strides towards the beware and just goes up to mm-hmm. it and, and gazes it in the eyes and just goes, I'm going to call you Buttons. Beware. This is the best Christy mess ever. Beware. He gives you a big old hug. All of her lower back pain immediately solved. What a chiropractor. Oh. Uh, right, well, I guess... Mm, I'm going to go for the bell. Chime. Chime, chime. Uh, you're called Bell. Chime. Come with me. Chime, chime. Good, okay, very good. I'm glad we decided this. Hello. I don't like the spooky toy. Oh. The spooky toy reminds me of a doll I used to have, and I didn't like Susan. Bannon just hasn't moved. Just stayed so still that whole time. Just with that little creepy smile. Nose pass has gone up to the, to the planet. Do you want to be friends? Give you a toy. You give me a toy as well! <laughs> it's a tiny little nose pass with no nose. That is creepy and I like it. Uh, you take toy. Um, thank you! Oh. Should I get rid of my nose? Yeah. Oh, this makes me feel funny. I'm going to go away now. <laughs> honey in the corner. Like, Get away from the banana, honey. Nose pass, nose pass. Banana. Lovely. Well, I would offer to, to take you in, in the sleigh to the Grinch's lab, but uh, it's a little worse for wear. And this Christmas magic can only do so much. And But in, ne- never fear. Never fear, because I have I have a method of transportation that will take us 
That's right there. Oh yes, um, beware! It's just going to toss us into the sky. No, Come. no, it's not beware. You, you may wonder how I managed to zip around all the all the little houses. You see, the sleigh takes me to a general area, and then it, and then I teleport in between the two houses. Let me get out my uh, my teleportation device. And he brings out um, a small spinning top, and he puts it on the ground in the garden, and he spins it. And as he spins it, he sings. Claydol, 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 I need you now today. Claydol, 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 please come take me away. I love non-denominational holidays. <laughs> Yay! As he spins, the spinning top transforms into a Claydol. Cute. Uh, the bottom half keeps keeps spinning uh, as it looks towards its the familiar face to it of Panda Claus. And Panda Claus says, The Grinch is lair, please. Christmas Claydol, teleport. You are apparition-style whisked away, and you feel sort of squished. There's rushing and there's wind, and you catch glimpses of fields and snow and houses and lights and a mountain, and then all of a sudden, you're walking in me where. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> standing in front of this huge craggy mountain. Now there's snow whipping around everywhere. It's it's very cold and you're suddenly very glad that you put on the parker and the... Um... And conversely annoyed that I'm still wearing the apron. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and the nighty. And the nighty, yeah. <laughs> you're sort of on a ledge, a very large ledge on this mountain uh, and built into the rock face you see uh, a door and you see a small uh, girl knocking at this door. But before Anything happens. As soon as you arrive, Panda Claus collapses. Oh God! Oh, it's it's the Scroogeness. It's so strong. The anti-Christmas sentiment. I, 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 I feel long. weirdly stronger. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I'm so sorry. I, 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 ca- I cannot. I cannot stay here. Please uh, take take this, uh, and he gives you the Christmas cradle. Uh, it's, it's small. It's mm-hmm. very portable. As as you spin it, it grows in in size. Look, if you need to transport somewhere, immediately just sing that Christmas song, which I taught you. That's all right. I only need to hear things once. I immediately memorise them. It's fine. That's very fortunate. Um, (laughs) It's so helpful for our arguments. (laughs) (laughs) And you will be be whisked away. But but I I must leave you. Oh, poor thing. Come come here. And he he notices that um, Brakeson... This fiery Pokemon, not used to the, the immense cold, is, is shivering a little bit. And he takes off his scarf and he just wraps it round Brakeson. And uh, Brakeson looks very snug and very happy about it. As long as it's stylish. Well, it's red and white, which kind of goes with the... Uh, the red <laughs> Candy cane sheep! <laughs> <laughs> uh, and um, and after, after that, he says, uh, Good luck. Thank you. Thank you again. And Merry Christmas. <laughs> I hope you can save it. And he whisks... And he disappears. Uh, Asta looks at the claydol in her hand 
and to Honey's guess. Do you ever think that the Pokemon League culturally appropriated many different things when they created the sort of official Christmas? I'm so happy right now. <laughs> of course you are. Of course you are. Before Honey and Asta stood the Christmas Thieves' home. What evils lay inside could scarcely be known. Yet who was this child that stood knocking at the door? Knocking so nicely, the Grinch could not ignore. As they drew closer, our heroines did see a girl, one whose name she said was Cindy. She was a who, and by that I mean, she came from Whoville, a town near this scene. This town was renowned. Asta knew of their fame, as all of their Pokemon had a who in the name. Hi, I'm Cindy Lou, and this is my cup chew, Tim. He's tiny. Nice to meet you, Cindy Lou, of which I did knew nothing until I did see you. Why are you talking like that? I'm sorry, I thought we were still doing the rhyme. Is that... <laughs> what rhyme? Did we stop? The narration stopped. I'm sorry. I'm going to take a step back with this one, honey. I think you're probably better suited to... Uh, yes, greetings. Bye. <clears throat> and uh, honey kneels down to the, to the little girl and is like, Hey there, sugar plum. Oh, hi. How can I help you today? Well, I was knocking on this door. This place belongs to this man called the Grinch. And, um, he's very lonely. And see, I live, I live down the mountain. And, um, I thought I'd come and give him a little surprise. A little present. Tim, could you, do you still have it? And this cup chew that's been sort of hiding behind Cindy Lou's legs very shyly, pokes its head out of the corner and the snot sort of tripping as it, as it moves, presents this, this little box. Asta just puts on a surgical mask. (laughs) (laughs) I am not getting sick on Christmas. Yeah, so basically I met the Grinch a few years ago in one of his other schemes, and um, he told me he'd never had a Christmas present. So I thought I'd come and give him a present. The problem is, well, it's getting kind of late, and I've been knock, knock, knocking at this door to no answer. And I'm a little bit cold now as well. So, um, I don't really know what I'm going to do. Would you like an apron? Might keep you warm? That doesn't look like it's keeping you warm, is it? No, my parka is, though. I'll take the parka. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Have my parka, small child, because that is the correct social thing to do, yes. Oh, thank you. She puts your parka... On the top of her own parka. <laughs> oh gosh, look, double parka. I'm now much warmer. I bet you are. Thank you, kind lady. What about you, kinder lady? Do you want my coat as well? <laughs> no, no, no. You look like do you. you do you it. collect coats? <laughs> <laughs> Is that your thing? Is that a Whoville thing? <laughs> no, no, it's no, it's not a Whoville thing. You're just very kind and giving on Christmas Eve. Of course, I appreciate the... that. I want to give too, but I can't. Nosepass tries to take off its rocks. <laughs> Nose, Nosepass, I want to join in. I can't. But Brakeson, Brakeson does give the scarf. No, no, no. You look like you need that scarf. You keep the scarf. Brakeson doesn't try again. How <laughs> <laughs> that? I wish I had clothes so I could help this girl. <laughs> um, and I think Honey is just like, well, we've already taken on one task today. Why don't we take on another? Uh, what? What? Trying to deliver a present to the person we're supposed to defeat. He's, he's trying stu- to defeat? You're not speaking very quietly. No, I'm not. No, I never speak quietly. I speak clearly, concisely, and crisply. Cindy Lou of Whoville, coat collector extraordinaire. I feel like you're... Res- you know what? I kindly give back your coat. I appreciate the gesture, but you're already turning blue. 
And you have a nightgown on. <laughs> I'm so cold. Here, take this back. She gives you a cut back. Cindy Lou. I like getting. <laughs> <laughs> You're insufferable. I'm a who. <laughs> Ask oh. her before. You, you... Do you remember? Do you remember, honey, that, that, that year when you said, let's go to Whoville for our holidays? And I said, no, let's not. This is why. I mean, I'm still waiting to see your point. Oh. <laughs> what a charming little girl with such strange manners. And rosy cheeks. I haven't described her at all. Uh, she's got rosy cheeks. She's got little blonde curly hair. She's all mittens on. She's only about like four foot six. She's <laughs> you could literally describe her height as yay high. <laughs> Esther, before you get in the punch up with a four foot six little child, why don't we Which just... We all know I'd win, by the way. <laughs> Just to clarify. I don't know, these who's seem pretty scrappy. <laughs> um, listen, we, uh, we're, um, we came here on the... No, I can't, I can't say it. Honey, can you please explain it? Because if I speak it and make it true, I will go mad. It is an honour to describe this crazy and momentous occasion. And I'm going to do so through the medium of interpretive dance. Oh, <laughs> oh what have I done? Holy <laughs> Carnivan, my ribbons, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to make you roll. Uh, please roll. Please roll a uh, a charm check. I'll take it. I feel like you're doing that charmingly. I'll take it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Readers, listeners. <laughs> Readers and/or listeners and/or people nearby. Uh, I not only rolled a twelve, but I have a plus two for charm. So that is a 14. That's the highest possible score you could ever have. Mm. It is the best dance. That's perfection. Mm. At, at, with the snow whirling around. You actually mm. use the snow to your advantage. The oh, snow can, 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 rhythm can, the, can the amazing thing be that for this dance, and this dance only, Hippowdon is able to shine. Starring as Panda Claws. Oh, yes! Mm. The subtitle of this dance is Hippowdon's Revenge. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So it's so it's so perfect, and uh, the, uh, Cindy Lou is well. You don't need to explain anything. You, I interpreted that perfectly because it was so amazing. You're a dancer, right? You dance. That's what you do. Well, I've I've been known to throw a few shapes now and then. She's actually a scientist. Um. <laughs> a scientist? Uh, yes. Your your talents should or should be used elsewhere. <laughs> I am so please, impressed. Please don't say that. She's literally so close to leaving anyway. <laughs> we are we are so deep in debt. <laughs> We've spent so much on so many experiments. We have cast form coming out of our ears. I mean, how much weather really needs to be reported on when there's dances to be danced? Uh, great. Wow. Oh, my God. So Panda Claus helped you out. Well, that does make sense. The Grinch has been trying for years to... Screw up Christmas for everyone. Why would the Grinch want to screw up a celebration of someone creating a mock-up of the King's Rock? <laughs> it's such a pertinent celebration. Well, I don't know, but I think it's probably more the giving and receiving and love and happiness part of it. Oh. Yeah. Are you, are you going inside? We sure are. I've been inside. I'm one of the only people who's ever sort of been inside the Grinch's lair. If you want, I can help you out, and you can ask me a question about it. Ooh. One question? What are you, the Sphinx? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you take my present inside and give it to him, though. <sighs> well, that's fair, uh, I suppose. It's, it's not a bomb. It's not a bomb, is it? Oh, absolutely not. Okay. That makes it sound like it's a bomb. Is it a bomb? <laughs> it's not a bomb. Cindy Liu, are you a bomber? No. Stop pausing. <laughs> You're making me doubt you. I don't want to doubt you. 
<laughs> it's not a bomb. Okay, fine. What's a bomb? She is like twelve. Um, oh, it's oh. Uh, um, well, when you when you mix certain chemicals, which I know uh, <laughs> as a scientist, as a scientist, um, uh, yes, you mix them in a certain sort of capacity, and uh, Asta goes on for twelve minutes. Blah, 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 yeah, you know, science bombs. Yeah, uh, nitrogen, uh, uh, fuses, fuses lit, uh, and then boom, big explosion, lots of uh, you know reactions going on and stuff like that, uh, and yes, you're left with um, sort of a devastating crater. I'm just saying, we could have done another interpretive dance about that. Well, actually, she was about as good as describing that as you were as dancing. Wow, I didn't even have to roll. <laughs> didn't have to roll. <laughs> I'm good. You roll a smart check to see, see how accurate it is. Uh, Asta refuses to roll. <laughs> Asta breaks the game and says, I'm not checking. No, no. No, no. Thank you. I mean, you could have said anything. I am 12. Uh... <laughs> not a great education system in Hoosville, man. Okay, well, here's the present, and she gives it very distinctly to Honey. Thank you so much. Uh, wh- how can I help? Um, all right. I didn't read any of the fun little rhyming books when I was a child. Oh, uh, that's so sad. No. Uh, <laughs> is the Grinch a Pokemon? Uh, the Grinch is not a Pokemon, but he is a Pokemon trainer. And what Pokemon does the Grinch have? Well, I've never actually witnessed them myself, but I remember once hearing a rumor that they were all weirdly Christmassy related, but sort of changed somehow Hmm. to make them as anti-Christmas as possible. I'm afraid I can't be more help. So you haven't actually seen any of the Pokemon? I haven't seen the Pokemon, no. Why would you offer up this knowledge then, Cindy Lou? That's true. You got one more question. Okay. That was not an answer. Man, all right. Um, I'm so bad at 20 questions. Because <laughs> um, I hate the general ones. I want really specific ones. You yeah. can ask specifically if you want. How many steps... <laughs> no. <laughs> How many steps would it take for me to get from the doorway to the bathroom of the Grinch's lair? Well, the Grinch's lair is really near this door... There's basically just this door and then a small corridor. And that's a hard word to say in America. Corridor. Corridor. A small girder. That's America. There's this door and then a small a hallway. hallway. <laughs> I apologize to all our American listeners. Um, and then another door, and then you're basically in the lair. So it's probably a bathroom in there. So probably only like 37. For somebody who offered up information, she doesn't. Seem to have a lot. I love the fact that the Grinch is well, just a hallway and then his room. Do you know what? I love it. Can we please have a house like that? <laughs> I just want I just want to walk in and walk down a corridor and then be where I need to be. I mean that doesn't sound very charming. Why do why why do we have an atria? <laughs> and and three bedrooms! For the baby. We've talked about <laughs> Well, that sounds like something I shouldn't be a part of. Look, I'll tell you this. You'll be fine in there, but I'd always have at least one Pokemon partner out. I don't go anywhere without my Timmy. And at this point, Cubchoo sort of, he brings out another little gift, which he gives uh, to Nosepass. And he sees uh, three little buttons, which which Cubchoo sort of picks up and decorates Nosepass's body with. It's very cute. Very Nosepass cute. has received another present. He is beside him. That's three Spoiled. presents. Spoiled. Three Spoiled. presents in the space of about five minutes. Okay, great. And Cindelou goes, um, well, look, it really is getting late and I'm, you know, 12 years old, so my mom will be worried about me. I'm going to go now. Bye. And she disappears down the mountain 
on a sled, I guess. Like, I don't know how I haven't worked that out. Little girl, the gradient of that hill is over 52 degrees. That's not safe. She disappears down, down towards the blinking lights below. Anything in the world. I mean, look at that lovely little girl. Honey, you haven't mentioned this for over eight months. I thought I thought you'd forgotten about it. Oh, I don't forget about anything. But I'll work. Well, maybe if I'm a dancer, that could... <laughs> <laughs> That notoriously let's safe just, Let's go in. Yes, you are... You, you have this door. A relatively normal-sized wooden door. Doesn't seem to be too much fancy about it. It is built into the rock. I suppose that is quite fancy. But other than that, very little else. What do you do? Is it locked? It is locked. Hmm. This might sound crazy, but I did read something about high-frequency echoes being able to affect certain locking mechanisms. If played at the right tune, we might be able to sort of ascertain the area where the locks fit in, the metal bends, and click-clock-clock, lock is open. You really go from not to 80, don't you? <laughs> look, look Pandaclaw said that he would give these Pokémon for a reason, so I, I, I'm, I'm going to get this chime echo out and see what the deal is. Chime echo. Unfold. Chime. Is that what trainers say? I... Chime, chime. What do they say? What do they say in the school? Go, go, chime echo. Unfold. <laughs> chime echo is released into in, into this this world and sort of sways there in the wind. I mean, quite a, quite a gale outside so that the bells are chime, 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 chime. I look into chime echo's eyes and there's this vacant, like, absolutely nothing going on behind the eyes. stare. Um, uh, bell, bell, bell Pokemon. Chime, chime, over here, chime. over here. So I, I am now your commander. Chime, 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 chime. What I require you to do is to play a frequency at, as to looks at the lock, analyzes it, 82 hertz. Did <laughs> <You> say? <laughs> yes, that's how I work things out. Yes. <clears throat> 82 hertz. Chime, directed chime, pinpoint chime. into that lock. You cannot be distracted. You need to be pinpoint. Into the lock. This is command. What, I'm going to command you. What Asta doesn't hear that the other Pokemon do is Charmeco is responding with, well, that's quite clearly 72 megahertz. She's actually like, <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! So she looks, looks like she absolutely nothing's going on, but yeah. actually, it's brilliant. There's so smart. much going on that it's just dense behind there. Like, oh, honey, how th- she's not going to get it. She's not going to get chime, it. Is she? Chime, 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 uh, chime, chime. Echo, I need you to fire your sound wave beam at the lock. Understand? Well, I don't I don't know why this question is speaking so slowly, but I think I should open this door. I guess I'm gonna roll for it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for and not. it's gonna roll with sharp, I suppose, because it's apparently a genius. Plus plus three? <laughs> yeah, it's why a not? genius. So you know how Asta rolled a 14 mm. with the plus two? Chemeko has just rolled a 15. <laughs> <laughs> The dice? No! That is two sixes. Wow! There's Plus not a three to sharp. There's not a single door in the local area that isn't <laughs> opened by this frequency. Whoville's entire security system. Actually, shut yeah, down. Maybe, maybe Chameco finds a secret opening that's like completely different from the main door. There's like a secret bit off to the side that Chameco's like, well, obviously, I, th- I thought you assumed you meant the, uh, the secret opening that no one could see, but I can. I love that. Guy. Is that okay? 
Yeah, that's great. Okay, so Time Echo fires this chime, 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 chime at just the right frequency so that not only the door does immediately swing open, but also she manages to, to form a, the, the, the perfect crack in the rock, which... And a secret entrance um, just to the side of the door opens up. And all of a sudden, you have two options before you to enter this Grinch's lair. You have you have a hallway, and it's well lit, and you can see another uh, um, another opening at the end of this this hallway. This one is still locked, though, and you see this other this other hallway in front of you. Variables. <laughs> I love that, Stu. That's very good. This secret door or the way in that you know about? I was going to suggest do we take one each, or is that? Do you want to split up? Or we can, obviously we can choose one together. You know what? You're right. We need to um, we need to forge our independence because if you're going to be going off and doing some dance career or something like that, clearly I'm going to have to look after the lab on my own. So maybe it's better that we um, we do things on our own for a little bit. Oh, okay. Didn't I, I was I wasn't seeing this. No, it, it's not. Look, I'm not. It, I don't, I don't want to get into this now. We're trying to save Christimus, which I love. Holiday, I love, obviously. Who doesn't love Christimus? Not a Scrooge. I love it, just like you do. Um, I'm not pretending at all. And I don't want to fight now, but I'm just worried. I'm worried about the experiments we've been spending so long doing and never got anywhere. And now you're pursuing dance careers and having small children from Whoville tell you you'll make it on the big stage. And maybe you will. Maybe you're perfect for that and you're not perfect for me. And I... Hey, hey, hey. Hey there. Just because I have other dreams doesn't mean that the dreams I've already pursued aren't real. And you were my dream. You were my dream. And that's not going to change. I'm worried I'm not enough for you now. If anything, you're too much for me. Is that good? (laughs) Honestly, I'm not entirely sure, but I love you for it regardless. Do you want to split... Let me rephrase. Do you want to go different ways or the same? Because I I want to go in the same direction as you, honey, but I'm worried that... We want different things. I feel like I just wanted to do some doors, but um, let's go the same way. All right. Which door? Well, Chameco did find this secret doorway, which could either be more perilous or even less perilous. But it it feels foolish to have to have excelled at something and to not to not go with that. All right. Lead the way. But what would you have chosen that door? It doesn't matter what I would choose. Okay. Right. Okay, well then, I guess we're going with the secret chime echo door. Okay. Okay. You step into this uh, this doorway. It's very dark in there. You can't really see much of anything. You can hear drips. The, the howling wind behind you stops, and you get the sense that it's very narrow. It's kind of only really wide enough for you to kind of walk uh, next to each other. Any more than that, your Pokemon are behind or in front. They're not by your side. And you start walking for a while, but you get the sense that you're kind of going around 
rather than forward. And then all of a sudden, you see a bit of light ahead of you, sort of the end, as this, as this, as this tunnel comes to its natural end, and you see a, a grate built into the the mountain, and nothing else. You just see um, a couple of a few small buttons underneath the grate. The grate is is pullable, and then there's a few buttons um, underneath. Chocolate buttons? Nope. Button buttons, mechanical buttons. Nose pass is very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I love buttons. <laughs> I sort of feel like there might be wild Pokemon around here. Is it or if I, I'm, I'm terrible at checking, but Brakeson with her flaming torch will probably do some good checking in case there's any natural threats. Am I right to, uh, well, is Brakeson all right to? Are you asking just, me or are you asking Honey? No, I'm asking, I'm asking you, God. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're doing your Asta voice, but yes, well, I'm, I'm in character. Yes, yes. Of course, you can do that. Yeah. So yes, okay. Uh, you ask Brakeson to. Mm-hmm. To illuminate the area, and she does so. Uh, you don't see any wild Pokemon. As in, this is a very narrow chamber. Okay, no um, need to roll. No need to roll. No, no it's it's very easy to see. It's basically like it's a small carved tunnel. Well, now I feel embarrassed because... into the rule. But you do see a bit more about the the panel in front of you. As I said, oh. there is this oh, there great. is this grate, and you uh-huh. see uh, three buttons, each with different colours: red, blue, and green. No sort of decal around them. Well, I guess we're going to have to press one of these buttons. Please, or... please don't say that. Please don't. Oh, man, the idea of just randomly pressing a button that we've just encountered without any prior knowledge or any, any kind of contextual information is so grating. Look, I'm a scientist. I'm going to analyse this. I don't I don't care how little information. What is there? There's a grate. There's three buttons. Mm-hmm. Okay. Red, green, and blue. Okay, the grate, the grate has a, um, a little handle. That you Let's can think about this. Uh, buttons, buttons must be connected to something, mm-hmm. right? There must be some kind of electrical circuit or something going on here. Mm-hmm. What are the buttons built into? Into the mountain. Into the rock? Into the rock. Nose pass. Nose? Listen, I know you're into rock. Nose. <laughs> Brings out the rock and roll symbol. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a face. Listen, is there any way you could sort of look at this rock and work out what these buttons are connected to or where they're leading or what's built into this? Nose pass. Uh, all right. He's going to approach the rock and he'll put, he puts up one of his little paws against the rock and just closes his eyes. I love that one point. The hands, the, the, the claws, flippers. <laughs> Whatever they are. Whatever. You know exactly what I mean. <laughs> I do. Uh, and I guess he's probably going to roll... This is more intuitive. Um, sharp? Yeah, I think mm. it is sharp again. Yeah. I don't think pass is very sharp. I'm just going to throw that out there. Minus three. <laughs> oh, no. I'm going to say because it's rock-based, I'm just going to... Whatever the dice roll, the dice roll. Oh, it's just, just a flat, flat, flat roll. roll. Great. Okay. He rolled an eight. A mixed success. Okay. That's okay. Yeah. I'll take it. Okay. Nose pass, opens his eyes, and he points towards the green button. And then he points towards the red button. Well, that was... <laughs> That's so cryptic. <laughs> Just, it, it lacks discipline. Well, I need to... <laughs> well, maybe what... Is this a trick? Are you, tra- are you playing a trick? Honey? Aster? Maybe what Nosepass is suggesting is we don't just have to press one button. What Nosepass is doing maybe is we... paying far too much attention to the presents that he's received, and he's not taking this task that I've assigned seriously. No. Or no, maybe don't we... Don't cry. Don't cry. Please, no. 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 Or maybe we stop assuming the worst of our charges and do something with what we just got given, okay? Fine. Maybe we press both of the buttons together. Maybe. In sequence. I don't know. 
Lock it down. Cordoboy? <laughs> <laughs> I feel a dance coming on. The button dance. No, stop it, honey. This is no time for your fussy moments. <laughs> Well, why don't you and Carnivine take the lead with this one? Do you not want to be with me with this one? If it's dance, clearly you and Carnivine are better suited. And I say that without reservation. Um, I think Honey is going to press the buttons in the same order that Nosepass suggested. Green, then red. Side note, Trameco has solved this puzzle eight minutes ago. <laughs> He's just <laughs> chilling in the back like, you stupid idiots. <laughs> Trameco. Okay, we press the green button followed by the red button. The grate slides open and you can see inside. Great. And you see... Great. Great. <laughs> What's the car? <laughs> I'm just kidding. The cost is that the grate is very loud. <laughs> and you see inside... Uh, the Grinch's lair, as he turns towards you. Oh, nuts. You see... <laughs> oh, no. Before anything happens, you see uh, the Grinch is essentially rounding up some deli birds that are trying to sort of fly away. He's chucking Pokeballs. <laughs> uh, they're trying to sort of fly away and he's chucking Pokeballs at them. And you also see this giant machine, which is, but it's kind of half covered. As the door's portal opened up wide, our two brave heroines caught a glimpse inside. A great large machine was replacing a present, removing a fun toy, placing in one unpleasant. Then it did travel to the end of a line, where a Delibird's sack took it. What an evil design! This the academics saw behind a face of pure hate, though an aura of loneliness thus also did emanate. His eyes black as night, his skin furred and green, as there they met the Grinch at this dastardly scene. His hands were like clawed, yellow teeth all askew, as he addressed the women with, What do you want? Who are you? That's perfect. That was stunning. <laughs> stunning. Jim Carrey has joined us uh, <laughs> for this, this little section. Thank you for coming, Jim. Um, That's okay. Hi. <laughs> Man, you're so in character, so method. Well... I don't stop. Can you can you do Ace Ventura? No. <laughs> no, I'm gonna stay like this. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. He's very committed. So we've seen. How the... have you managed to? Where are you? Oh, oh no, we're right in there. We've we've launched straight into the scene. Oh, honey. Maybe you let us answer one question before you ask us another one. You rude green monstrosity. Okay. Aston. What do you want? Who are you? That's still two questions, but okay, we'll take what we can get. That's called compromise, Asta. <laughs> Who are we? some friction there. <laughs> that is not yours to sense. <laughs> you strained being. Can I throw something out there? What if this person, like uh, um, Andros, is a Pokemon-human hybrid? <laughs> yeah. This be. is someone who's gone off the deep end of the Andros boat, if you know what mm. I mean. So maybe so like what, what half, Pokemon... half Tangrowth, half person. <laughs> Like just pan sage. Oh, pan yeah, hot pan sage. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. that's better. That's way better. You're welcome. <laughs> yes. Well, that would explain the weird Grinchy like monkey nose as yeah, well. Yeah, like, perfect. Yes, it's this sort of not that we'd know this, obviously. Oh, sure. But no. just for for context, this is what's happened to this poor monstrosity <laughs> of a person. I love that, Stu. Yes, he is. It's, it is humanoid, uh, but with with Pokemon sort of features involved: green skin, furry green, almost leafy arms and and hands and claws, and an odd sort of simian face. But more than that, it's the look in his eyes and the face of gurning 
rage towards you and, 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 a, and sort of hunched over in anger. Oh, we did was opening great. <laughs> it's not necessary towards you. It's more just... Like, even before, mm. even before he turns from you, you can almost sense the negativity in this Much place. fear in you, I <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> so, I've asked you three times. Who are you? We are here to save Christmas. I'm, I'm with her. You're good with charm. Why don't you try and charm this interesting person, fellow creature? Uh, ah. Yes. <laughs> this 1940s news editor <laughs> over here. Headrons. Headrons. Oh my god. <laughs> I got a scoop. See? <laughs> um, my dad disappeared. <laughs> right off to the mountains, claiming he looked like a monkey. <laughs> Thought I'd write a story about it, but then I realised it would be boring, and I'd rather write about the surflow market. Probably the, of all the characters to get a cameo, Headrons. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's me, I'm back. <laughs> and I'm not back. But I, I think Honey is also very down to, to take the lead here because she, I mean, she's on a mission. Mm. She's on a proper mission. She's here to give a present. She's here to save Christmas. She's here to prove to her wife that this is not all a bunch of, you know, hooey. So I think she, she walks in there, absolutely strides in and goes straight over to the Grinch and offers the present. Oh, God, get back, get back. And he sort of like uh, forces you to sort of get back away from him. Oh, what do you think you're doing? You can't just walk into someone's home and... Uh, tell me what you're doing here, or I'll have to make you leave. I'd like to see you try. Would you? I wouldn't like to see you try, but I, I, it would be quite fun to try and see you. So anyway, Emma, we got this present given to us by a young girl called Cindy Lou, who says that she's met you before. <laughs> oh, that was very mature of you. <laughs> Did he just fart? <laughs> no, he, he blew a raspberry. He didn't fart. Uh, we, we've been told to give you this present, and we are also here to bring back Panda Claus's Delibirds, which we know you stole. <laughs> Good luck with that. I'm going to make sure everyone, everyone in the world hates Christmas just as much as I do. Mm, and with what army other than the one you stole? With mine. You know what? I'm a very busy man, and I'm done talking to you. And he slams his hand on a button right next to him. And the floor that you're standing on opens up, and the two of you fall down this icy slide. And you see the Grinch's lair disappear into the distance. As you, as you fall down this whooshing slide, you start sliding for what seems like an eternity, until eventually you come, you come to, you sort of skid onto the ice. Should we do, should we do some, some wild us sliding down the slide? Yes. Yeah. Ah! 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 sort of become adjusted to the light you see it's actually less of a room and more of a an arena bear in mind you are deep 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 within the mountain now the Grinch's lair is way higher up the mountain and it's lit by these luminescent stalagmites and stalactites that seem to be moving and you you quickly realize they're they're bergmites that are lighting up <laughs> that are lighting up the room <laughs> sorry oh, i just love how matter of fact that Obviously, they are. Of course, of course, of course. Yeah, as well, what else are they going to do? Exactly. Um, 
it's very cold in here, but but because of these luminescent bergmites, it's it's quite bright. What do you want to do? Um. Oh, this this um this Christmas Eve just keeps getting better and better. You know that that uh, that, that 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 strange what was his name? Grinch Grinch fellow mm-hmm. up there. Mm-hmm. Um. Goodness knows what's wrong with him. That was harrowing. But yes, it would be awful to be surrounded by people who didn't enjoy the glee of Christmas. He makes some pertinent points. You have to admit. Like the one where he made us go down a slide into no. a strange abandoned arena? Was no. that a pertinent point? Sometimes Christmas is harrowing. Christmas is stressful. It is difficult. Sometimes if you're not feeling your best and there's this pressure to to, 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 to put on a show and to, to make every this, this day perfect and to make these presents perfect and to deliver exactly what your partner needs... Sometimes it's hard. It's hard. And look, and look where it's ended up. I, I've, I've come on this. I've come on this adventure because I knew it was what you want. I knew you wanted this, and now we're stuck in a cave, an icy cave, with bergmites, obviously. Because... Bird, bird, bird. I hate to do this, but it was never about what I wanted. It was about what other people needed. But you... I, I planned for six, no, for twelve months. Since literally the day after Christmas, I start planning your next present because I know how much it means to you. And every year you, you, you say thank you and, uh, you know, there's this wonderful moment. But I, I, can, I can tell it's not perfect. Can't get you the perfect present. And it frustrates me and I hate it. I hate Christmas. I'm sorry. The bird might go, my, 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 and sort of scuttle away as you just hear from up above the slide. What, what, uh, what, what, I, what I mean is... Um, no, I think you said exactly what you mean. You always do everything just right, don't you? Here's the thing, Aster. The only person who expects perfection from you is you. All I want you to be is there. You have always been enough for me. And the problem is that you keep putting such high expectations on everything, on on Christmas, on yourself, on me. The only thing that can ever happen in that situation is failure. I do not fail. We all fail. I don't fail. And Asta strides out into um, the, the, the arena. I think basically trying to get away from the conversation, but also trying to, to say like, right, I'm solving this because I solve things. And I've made a horrible mistake there and I just need to make things right somehow. Love it. I want you to make a role for me in that case mm-hmm. if you are deciding on how to approach this new problem. I'm going to say it's, it's tough. That felt more determined Great. and yeah. resolved. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I feel like Asta has been determined and resolved in the past. She doesn't really know what she's doing. No? No. She's okay. just looking Fine. around. Oh, ten plus one, eleven. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Asta looks. Asta looks around the room, and um, she walks around the room, and she can't see anything. Frustrating. Oh, this is so frustrating. And she kicks. She kicks the ground right in the middle. Honey's just standing there watching her. Doesn't really know how to how to deal with this, but maybe thinks oh, I just let her cool off, blow off some steam. And as she kicks the snow in the middle of the room, she notices some writing on a plaque in the middle of the arena. And lit up by the, the 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 luminescence of the bergmites, she reads. Say the magic words, and Christmas spirits shall appear. One for now, one for then, one for a time drawing near. Impress them with your Pokemon. Be a duo. Show your range. Each spirit has a challenge. For each challenge, this room shall change. But first they must be summoned. Lest you be a stooge. 
pokify the famous saying of Ebenezer Scrooge. Call out his famous favourite phrase with a Pokemon-flavoured twist. Then challenge number one shall begin in earnest. Honey? Yes? I think I found something. I'm on to see it. Okay. There's a plaque, obviously referring to um, Ebenezer Scrooge from mm. the uh, Charles Dickens? Charles... Tor Chickens? <laughs> Charles Tor Chickens, the Charles, famous Tor Chickens writer. From Charles Tor Chickens' novel, mm. uh, A Christmas Carol. Mm. I don't know, it seems to want us to say a saying. I never really got that novel, by the way. I, I didn't really understand. I, you sort of, the character of Ebenezer Scrooge sort of seemed fine to start with, and then apparently. Okay, here we go. <laughs> don't really, un- don't. Oh, strange one, isn't it? Um, yes, it's sometimes, some might say it's strange. It's like he didn't like Christmas. Fine. Mm. That's what some people feel. I'm sensing a thing. Uh, right, well, there's a famous phrase that he says in that book. He says, humbug, but we need to come up with a poker-fired version. Bar hum Immediately, as you say, bar hum scatterbug, it sort of resonates in the, in the arena. The room around you starts to shake, and, and the snow twists and turns, and you start being raised up. Where you stand becomes higher and higher and higher. And before you, as you look down atop this new hill that you seem to be standing on, you see three separate lanes, almost three separate tracks. And you hear a voice behind you say, Looks like I've got some competitors. And behind you, a spectral Pokemon has appeared, hovering in the air. And it looks like a Lapras, but it's it's definitely some apparition of some sort. And it, its head is also it's brightly glowing, almost almost looks a flame. And yet this flame is covered up with, with a weird sort of racing helmet. And it wears this Dickensian cravat as it says, Hello, I am the ghost of Christmas Lapras. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I was like, so, sorry, racing helmet? Cravat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> imagine a Lapras with a helmet on. What, like a, like a Formula One? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, kind okay. of. Okay. And, and a sort of Dickensian. I'm into it. Dickensian cravat. Fine. Listen to those vocals! The eerily beautiful vocals of a marvellous Glitchak City track. And what doesn't say Christmas more than eerie beauty, eh? I'll get to Glitchak City later, reserving a particularly huge thank you to them for me basically pilfering almost all of their Christmas medleys. For this, our Christmas special! I hope you're enjoying it. This is part one of two. We had great fun doing it and we hope you had good fun listening to it. Two, I'd like to apologise if there were any sort of technical quirks in the sound recording of that. I did notice as I was editing it, a couple of random clicks and knocks. Apologies if it was a bit weird, but um, I hope it didn't interfere too much. In fact, I hope you didn't even notice, in which case I rescind that apology. 
Thank you, as always, to the creators of PokemonTabletop.com for PTU and PTJ. That's Pokemon Tabletop United and Pokemon Tabletop Journeys. I'd also like to thank the people that create the music that we use week in, week out. Uh, Braxton Burks and Material Collective. And, of course, Glitchek City, who I just mentioned. Uh, please, please, please go and listen to their YouTube channel. They are fantastic and was, were so, so useful in trying out something new this week. With, uh, with how we approach the music. I'd like to thank Satoshi Tajiri and Junichi Masuda for Pokemon. We are not related to Game Freak or the Pokemon Company. Uh, we are fan-made and no profit. I'd seriously like to thank David and Stu for playing with me this week. I was a bit nervous, if I can be honest with you, about DMing my own session, but they were brilliant. They added so much to it and we had a blast. It also allowed Tom to go and have this fantastic holiday in Japan and with no real sort of, you know, nothing getting in the way of the podcast too much. I hope you enjoyed it too. Uh, we did try something different with the structure this week. You may have noticed no midsection, no who's that Pokemon and a tone shift in the music. Uh, we, we sort of thought because it's a one-off Christmas special, we could do something different and it was also quite long already so we didn't necessarily want to add too much to it. Part two is coming out next week. You will get part to before Christmas Day itself, we've also we've got a little a little something right at the end of this podcast, a little promo for another podcast. Uh, you know, now that we're getting on a bit in podcast terms, we are poor, six or seven months old. We've been approached by uh, another podcast, an amazing podcast, for a little promo. I will let them talk about themselves and advertise themselves uh, at the end of this podcast. But please do listen to that, and if you think you like what you hear, give them a whirl. Other than that, nothing left for me to do other than say, see you next week. And until then, go out there and be the very best, like no one ever was. In other words, just be yourself. What happens when four DMs who never get a chance to play become friends? Well, they all take turns DMing for each other in their own stories. Cameron from the Coventry Podcast, Rich and Cam from Filling in the Gaps, and the one and only Adam from the Roaring Trainers have joined forces to start the DM's Treehouse. Join us up in the Treehouse for PokeWorld, a game run by Adam where the players play as Pokemon, The West, a game run by Cam, which is a cowboy-style game set in an alternate timeline world, the Ascent, a traditional D&D game run by myself, Rich, and Heritage, a teenage superhero game run by Cameron that will make you feel like never before. At the end of the day, we're four great friends and great DMs having a good time, and we hope you guys will too. You can join us up in the treehouse by finding us on Twitter, iTunes, Spotify, and wherever you find podcasts by searching The DM's Treehouse. And as she kicks the snow in the middle of the room, she notices it's <laughs> too much wine. <laughs> <laughs> she notices. <laughs> she notices. <laughs>